0: Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network, the 17th of March. A very good morning on this Friday morning to Senator Susan MacDonald who joins us this morning. Senator, good morning. I hope you've had a great week. Uh,
1: It has been, Ben, a really big week um,
0: and I hope you've had a good week too. Lots to talk about. Let's start with the floods. Um, Northern Australia is bleeding at the moment. Um, We have spoken to the Mayor of the Berkshire. We've, We've spoken... To a lot of people up there, and there needs to be a response, and it needs to happen asap. It's devastating what has taken place.
1: Look, it really is Ben, and I, I'm just not sure that the scale of the of the flooding and the amount of water that's gone down these river systems, has been fully appreciated uh, in Canberra and in Brisbane. I was just looking through the the premier's social media. Six days, not a not a tweet. Um, about what's going on, much less a visit. Uh, it's my understanding that there's going to be some senior uh, ministerial visits later this week. But this is this has been huge, and I know the mayors in Western and Far North Queensland. They are low-key, um, serious people, and. I don't think that they have an expectation of what they should be receiving in support, uh, and and I'll give you a perfect example: the HMAS Canberra went to Vanuatu on the fifth of March, following cyclone uh, following the cyclones Judy and Kevin. There was six hundred people on that. It had equipment, stores um, to help with, yep. um, you know, medical, uh, food, all those yep. sorts of things. Yep. Um, that, that already had two Air Force aircraft. Uh, they had a Globemaster with a Rapid Assessment Team uh, with Australia's humanitarian assistance, uh, which shelters, water purification supplies, other essential uh, items. And yet here we are, the floodwater that went uh, both north into the Gulf and south, Urindangy completely flooded. Birktown completely flooded. All the stations in between uh, water levels over vehicles through homes, and we're not talking about thousands of people. We're talking about hundreds of people impacted. But you know, hundreds of thousands head of cattle in that region. Um, this is not only important for food production for cattle. Uh, this is also the top end of our country. It is it is critical for um, for our defence services. Uh. Uh, you know, this is for tourism. This is important. This is Australia, and yet uh, the the mayors are very politely saying, "We need help. Could somebody send us, you know,
0: whatever?" Support? So why 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 has an elbow why has an elbow triggered this? Why haven't the state government begged the federal government for this? I, I, what you're saying is exactly right. When there's a world crisis or a cyclone in Vanuatu, whether or not. In, in anywhere else, we send supplies, we send ships, we send support. Yet in our own backyard, in the food bowl of Australia, in the the, the rich Northern Australian belt, we have not done anything. The, 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 the scenes that I'm seeing from Mount Isa, I mean, I, I saw a post last night that one family in three days, with the help of some neighbours, built a levy bank right around their place to try and protect it. I mean... This is getting beyond a joke. Well, it is, Ben,
1: because we this is a part of the world where people are very self sufficient. And they have to be, because the the level of support during these floods have been, you know, I think just just it's been crickets. There's been silence. And I know, you know, the, the the federal emergency services minister, who's also the Ag Minister I'm very hopeful that he is going to turn up there this week. Uh, But, you know, he's saying, oh, well, the state government hasn't asked us for anything. Well, you know, by the time they start getting uh, fodder on the ground, Mm. uh, it is going to be too late for some of this stock. But anyway, let's talk about what what can be happening because, you know, if we wait for for government to, to deliver, I think the most disappointing thing though, Ben, is in 2019 when we had... Similar floods on the on the eastern side of, of Normanton and that part of the catchment. We had uh, the ag minister, the roads minister. Um, we had a whole bunch of federal and state government people on the ground within days. Uh, the prime minister was was there within a week. Uh, there was army mobilisation. There was assistance to bury dead stock. There is nobody talking about that yet. Uh, there was uh, fodder, um, there was fuel being flown in. I mean, there, there is a real shortage of fuel because the helicopters are, are having to ferry people in and out and gear. And um, th- this is the very practical response that's needed. I mean, going into Camel Wheel, the road is cut because the World War II culvert, which has survived, has got drop offs at either end from where that road's been peeled away. They're allowing locals to to use it, but nobody else. You know, what? how long is it going to take before we send serious assistance and support uh, to this part of the world, which absolutely deserves it? And the fact that they're saying, oh, we're okay, we'll manage. Well, actually, no, we are a first world country. We should look after our our own people um, and... Uh, you know, there's a oh, terrific... You, yeah,
0: you can't, I've seen, and I mean, I've seen some footage over the last couple of days. The enormity of the water that is going downstream now and what has happened is quite unbelievable. And and the devastation it, it has caused, it will be years of recovery. I mean, Town can't even get into there, that, that alone, they can't even get into there at the moment to actually see and assess just how bad it's been, but... We're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of cattle that have been washed away as well. It has been absolutely devastating.
1: And, and Ben, you're right, the roads are cut. So the Gilead Channel's at Julia Creek just going down, which means very difficult to get supplies into Mount Isa. Uh, Cloncurry, the road's been cut through to there. You know, this is, this is very, very serious. Uh, I know that Bridget McKenzie is the Shadow Emergency Services um, and Infrastructure Minister, I'm sorry, who's been trying to get uh, maritime ships, merchant navy, into the north of Western Australia to support them after that. The Fitzroy Crossing Bridge went. Uh, you know, it's the same into north northern Australia. We've got limited supply chains. Um, you know, we have got to make sure we get more tar on the roads. We get bu- bridges built to higher levels, so that these communities, the road is not cut every single time there is a significant uh, rain event or, or monsoon event. Um, we've got to focus on getting the three ways as a as an emergency um, a dropping point for uh, fuel that needs to be stored there over the wet. There needs to be place to to distribute fodder, which is what they're doing now. but The airstrip needs to be upgraded, needs to get tar on it so that it is more all-weather. You know, there's some things that we can be focused on now while it's top of mind, but, you know, we've got to get people out to help bury stock, to be able to um, feed cattle, to get people back into their homes, uh, to get safe water back in, uh, to get the sewage systems going again and on stations uh, to be able to get generators serviced and operational again so that they've got power. Uh, the, but the generosity of people, Ben, I've had people, uh, you know, tradies calling from Toowoomba, from Cairns, saying how can they get out there to help to, you know, sure. bring gear to service diesel equipment. It's it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, uh, well said, know. Senator, and it needs to happen. We're going to chase that as well. Uh, we're going to take a break, come back, and continue our chat with Senator Susan MacDonald. It's Friday morning the 17th of March on Rural Queensland today with Ben Dobbin.